Welcome back to another episode of Life with Hula. I am Hula, and thanks again for tuning in for another episode of my podcast. I appreciate it. If you are new to the podcast, I am a former radio personality here in San Diego turned podcaster, and it's basically um, started, um, I want to say, gosh, 28 days ago when I kicked off this weight loss journey, and that's what the basic podcast is about. Um, But then I also throw in stuff about my life and stuff that interests me and maybe it'll interest you and yeah I just am throwing it out there because I've talked in radio for so long and when you do it for so long and you don't do it anymore you kind of feel like you need some form of venue to let it out and then also we're all quarantined so I don't even see adults Um, the only adult I see is my wife and then I do zoom with my cousins once a week and family members once a week but it's not the same when you have a personal face-to-face with an adult in front of your face. I don't have that (laughs) with my kids quarantined at home. So not as enjoyable, but, you know, nonetheless, that's why the podcast is here. So thanks for tuning in. Um, Now, speaking of the weight loss, you know, it's, it's funny because I know when I've done this before, I did this fasting program that I'm on um, where I fast from basically 8 p.m. to noon, uh, just drink water. I knew the second round is always the hardest. So the first round, I lost 33 pounds or so. And this time, the goal is 20 pounds. Well, I've been teeter-tottering right here at 17 pounds lost. Um, Yesterday, from yesterday to today, I gained like point whatever pounds. Um, But, you know, it's just one of those things. It's like, you know, the last, what, 12 days that we have that that I have this goal course it's going to be like do 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 you're going to be close but you're not going to be close but you're not I literally have like two and a half pounds to lose and right now it's today's the day where it's like nope you're going to gain some water weight so that's the update on the the weight loss um, I am trying to get close to where the stuff I'm eating because I if you don't know I'm doing six ounces of protein six ounces of ve- or six ounces of protein six ounces of fruit and eight ounces of veggies it is kind of getting to the point where I'm like, okay, I need to eat something else. Um, but that's good though, because 12 more days and I'll be able to eat, include, I'll be incorporating healthy fats. Um, so avocado and multiple things, not just like one specific protein, one specific veggie, one specific fruit. I get to mix things up so I can go to Chipotle and have a keto bowl. I can go to El Pollo Loco and have a double, double avocado salad. By the way, that's a an under um what's the word underestimated food item that people don't realize if you're in a hurry and you um, want some fast food in a drive-through go to el pollo loco the double chicken avocado salad is not only good but it's under 500 calories so just pro tip fyi about that um so yeah that's the the weight loss journey right now that's um something that i'm doing and dealing with we got 12 more days to do this um to lose 20 pounds and it's going it's going slowly but surely it's going um so now some other things um i wanted to update you guys on the sunburn situation thank you everybody who reached out in regards to my sunburn um it is really itchy right now it i got if you don't know i got sunburned on memorial day at my sister's pool i forgot to put sunblock i get it but you know what i'm a darker guy i'm browner than a lot of most people and i sometimes just don't put the sunblock on 
Um, you know, I made sure the kids had sunblock, but I kind of forget. And um, I've never really been burned. Um, this is the first time where I've been burned severely um, to the point where it's now Thursday and I'm still red. I am super itchy. I've been putting aloe vera on my body. But thanks to everybody who reached out on Facebook. If you can't find me on Facebook, it's Hula SD. Search H-U-L-A-S-D. Um, Deanne said, if you can't get a hold of some solar cane, it will help the sunburn um, and pain. Cooling and really helps with pain. And that's the biggest thing. Uh, I put aloe vera on so it helps soothe. But I haven't worn a shirt um, these past couple of days because I feel like an extra layer of skins there, which I know I'm starting to peel. But man, it's still, as of right now, I'm touching it. And it's it's not as hot as it was before. It's actually cooler. Today's the first time it's cool. Cooled down since Monday. But it's definitely painful and itchy. Super itchy. Like, I just want to go and scratch it right now. Um, so yeah, thanks to those that have reached out with some suggestions to help with the fact that I have this massive sunburn. And now I learn. That's what, you know, they always say in families, now you know. Now you learned. So that, that way you learn. Um, a big thing I want to bring up, um, and I want to mention, there is something going on in San Diego that we need to save. Um, but it's going to turn into a bigger conversation. So the news just put out um, yesterday. Um, yeah, yesterday. Um, Del Mar Fairgrounds says it needs $20 million to survive. Um, real brief um mentioned in the article the Del Mar Fairgrounds says it faces closing for good unless it receives emergency state funding the fairground which is owned by the state says it operates our operations are self-funded and relies on events to rev to uh, revenue event revenues to operate without events like San Diego County Fair horse racing smaller festivals and more the fairgrounds revenue has severely depleted the venue has already lost Kabu music festival heading into um, the year as well because it moved to Pecco Park. The fairground says it needs $20 million in relief aid from California in order to survive. Um, from creating chairs, family members, memories, and generating $600 million in economic impact to serving as an essential evacuation site during wildfires and providing nearly 4,000 full-time equivalent jobs, losing the fairgrounds would leave a giant void in San Diego as we know it, a release from the venue said. And yes, it's really important. We definitely need to save the fairgrounds. If you have, you know, if you live in San Diego, um, I'm born and raised here. The fair is definitely humongous. Every year we look forward to going to the fair. My family, we're making memories. Um, there's so many things that have happened at the fair for me. Um, I saw my first concert ever there, Rod Stewart, at the county fair when I was like, I want to say fifth or sixth grade. Um, it's a huge venue and it would be a loss a huge loss to San Diego if it went away. So we need to, to help fund that. Um, in regards to if you want to help the fairgrounds, there's a website. And um, you can go to savethefairgrounds.com is the website. Savethefairgrounds.com. Now, this is leading into a bigger conversation because of the unique situation I was in. I used to work for the California Center for the Arts in Escondido which is, is also an arts venue. Not only that, it's a venue that does events, rentals. Um, um, there's a museum there. There's education. There's a lot of different components. And because of COVID-19, uh, the center 
closed down. Um, as a matter of fact, I lost my job in March because of the the pandemic. And large venues like that are constantly have all closed. Um, you know, concerts are gone right now, and events are gone. So I know definitely it's important to save the fairgrounds, and I'm all about it. Um, but think about also what's close to you, um, you the smaller venues. Um, I know Moonlight Amphitheater up here up north is closed. Um, Poway um, Center for the Arts, the new Magnolia in El Cajon that used to be the East County Performing Arts Center. Um, you know, even down south, you have your, you know, I want to keep saying Coors Amphitheater, but it's not. Isn't it like the something credit union <laughs> the credit union open air credit union amphitheater i don't i can't i can't keep up with the names i just still know it as the course amphitheater down there in chula vista um there's you know even in Babel park all those museums there's a lot of arts organizations and event spaces that need your help as well um the old globe um the civic theater a lot of these have closed down because events can't be happening um, because of the pandemic. And if, if uh, you have the means, um, I know a lot of us lost our jobs, so we don't have the means, but if you do have any extra, um, let's think about the arts too. Arts is important. Arts is a way for us to be entertained. It's, you know, this leads into the whole, like, I mean, I'm going to take it even bigger. Like, the arts in schools are disappearing. Um, I used to go to Mount Miguel High School in Spring Valley, and back then I was in a marching band, and we went to field show competitions and parades and all this stuff, and, God, there was like 200 members in the band, or I don't know if it's that much, but it's felt that much, and we went all over the state, and we competed, and, and when you know competitions and it was amazing as a student to have that opportunity to have an arts organization at my school and have it supported and yes I we did pay too we've had band dues but the schools had the money to you know have uniforms and instruments for those who can afford it and now it's sad to see how Mount Miguel has lost the the band organization a couple of years ago they you know they switched people around they switched things around and now the band's like 25 30 band members strong and um you know they aren't doing as big festivals as they used to and and it's sad to see um how schools like the first thing to go when budgets are cut is the arts um, and even i was reading with my daughter's school closing like that's one of the first things they're thinking about is closing the arts down um and it's sad so i'm just gonna put that out there too um arts organizations because it's the arts I don't know. We need to have them around. So if you do have the extra money or if you are listening and you live, if you are have the means, feel, free, feel please donate to some sort of arts organization. Um, I'm going to just put that out there, okay? Um, and last but not least, we'll move on from that. Um, there's something that happened, and I'm kind of uh, taken aback by it, and I don't know if other guys can help me out with this, but so I talked about having a vasectomy. I'm going to be getting a vasectomy. I was supposed to get it um, in May, but because of the coronavirus, um, it's been postponed to July 2nd. Now, I did have a consultation with my doctor or a doctor, a urologist, 
and it was a video chat. It was literally no more. I want to say on a good, I'll be nice. It was 15 minutes long. I don't even think it was that long. Um, he was just telling me about the procedure. I get a invoice for the bill for $222. Really? $222 for a 15 minute video consultation? Like that's insane to me. I saw that in my draw dropped. I was like, really? That for 15 minutes, I should have been a doctor. Like, what was I thinking? I was not in the right state of mind. I should have become a doctor for 15 minutes to talk on the video about a procedure. You're going to charge me $222 and that's the insurance covers majority of it. But then that's my out of my pocket. So then how much is it going to cost me for the actual surgery? I'm afraid now it's going to cost me a lot of money, isn't it? Ugh. Anyways, that's just my quick gripe. Like, I was like, what? $222 for a video chat? Man, I should have been in the medical field. I don't know. That's crazy. Anyways, feel free to reach out to me if you have any comments um, or even help me out with this $222 um, bill. <laughs> reach out to me, HulaSD, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Snapchat, TikTok, all those social media handles, HulaSD. Um, otherwise, have yourself a great day. Thanks. Thanks.